Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Matter of the Heart, where we bring you heartfelt, educational, and positive stories, all to elevate your spirit. I am your host, Carol Olivia, and always thank you so much for joining the show. The topic of the show is astrology and the law of nature. And the guest is Antot, Antot Mazuka. He's the founder of CelestialAffairs.com. He is a Western astrologer, a Horary astrologer. I hope I did that right, Anton. Um, a predictor, earthquake predictor. And he's a frequent guest speaker at ARE in New York City, the Edgar Casey Foundation. Welcome to the show, Anton. Thank you, Carol. Thanks for having me on the show. It's great to be with you once again for a very interesting and enlightening conversation. That's, thank you. Okay. So how can we enlighten the listeners, Anton? What is the law of nature to you? What is the law of nature? That's a very good question because so many people have so many takes on there, so many different point of view on what is the law of nature. I think the law of nature, if we were to describe it or say what it is in some kind of a general way, it is the way in which the universe works, the way in which reality comes into existence, and the way in which things will unfold as it has unfolded in the past. So that's kind of how I would define the law of nature. The law of nature is the intrinsic quality, Mm -hmm. characteristics, and aspect of the being of things, which we may not perceive as such looking at it. Mm -hmm. Mm. So how would you describe how a law of nature works? Like we'll say with, um, we put a seed in the, in, you know, in the soil. Uh, how would you describe how the law of nature works with that, Anton, to yes. make, create a flower? Right. To create a flower, we put a, a seed in the ground or the seed falls from the tree or it's brought there by the droppings of birds that eat the seeds. There's so, so many ways in which nature uh, puts uh, life into the earth. Uh, and so that basically, that process is governed again by the law of nature because that is an unfolding process that uh, occurs by itself if allowed to, to follow that procedure. What do I mean? Uh, you know, unless there's some intervention, like when mm -hmm. man intervenes, for example. Mm -hmm. But other than that, the law of nature is an automatic process hmm. and i always say you know when we water a plant too much it won't grow you know if it doesn't have the proper you know the uh, proper ingredients of of right. life so i'm presuming what you're saying is it, it all has to have the 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 balance of the energies of life right this right so you're planting a, a seed and it's mm -hmm. not growing or it's not growing with your expectation mm -hmm. you know it's because the conditions under which this plant would flourish optimally, optimally to its greatest potential mm -hmm. is compromised 
in one way or another. So if we have this pot on, let's say, on, 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 you know, in our living room, and, uh, which gets sunlight, mm -hmm. it depends on the nature, which again is governed by the law of nature of that plant. Does that plant need a lot of sunlight or a little bit of sunlight? Does it need more water, less money, water? What's mm -hmm. the characteristic of those plants? If those essential uh, elements uh, uh, and requirements are met, the plant will take off and bloom. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, because we are now in alignment with the, what we are doing to, to, to nurture the plant is in alignment with the law of nature. So let's say we look at the plant and we see that the leaves are brown. Mm -hmm. um, maybe then we make an assessment. We say, well, this might be coming from overwatering or maybe it's coming from too much sun. And mm -hmm. we make an assessment and, and then we try to make an adjustment to bring the plant into that alignment. Once it comes into alignment, how do we know it comes into alignment? The leaves no longer get brown. They're nice and, they're, and, and, and they look green and they're doing very well. And we say, yeah, we did the right thing. Then we can conclude, oh, it's because we overwater it or mm -hmm. it was too much sunlight or, you know, fertilizer, if you give it too much, it, it will burn the roots. So these are the, the things we do with a plant and, and you know, to bring, to, to, to bring all our actions to the needs of the plant so that it can flourish flourish and we have to we have to deduce that through our reason and logic mm -hmm. so how can we learn from that with our own alignment we can learn from that from our own alignment because mm -hmm. just like a plant we too have our own individual unique characteristics that we need to fulfill in order to flourish and grow like that plant. So if one part of our needs are not being met, it's going to compromise that part of our life or that part of whatever it is we're trying to achieve. And so what we have to do and what we do do is try to make an assessment. You know, what do I need to do mm -hmm. to bring myself to, to achieve what it is that I, I, I want to do? What is not working for me? What what will work or we may get advice mm -hmm. you know or we may do some other way of getting the information and once we make the adjustment we find that you know we are now coming in alignment with the law of nature which will allow us to achieve what it is we are pursuing so let's say we may decide hey listen i really need to study more you know i'm putting too much time into this thing and maybe by studying more when do i study or how do i fit it in i can move my my grades from a, a b level to an a level that kind of a thing mm. yeah no that's fascinating to me yeah you know, how we can learn, you know, just watching sure. So nature. much of our life, much of mm -hmm. our lives uh, is, and, and the decisions we make every day and the way we live our life is to bring it within not only universal law, but social law. So mm -hmm. man's social law through the court system, through customs, you know, our customs and, 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 and traditions are all uh, a copy of Mm -hmm. or a, a way of mimicking what nature does naturally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we now have like two sets of, we have, we have the universal right. laws and then we have social law. Mm -hmm. We create those laws and outcome. Now, when people go against those laws, and, and it is to suit the collective, not necessarily for the individual. It's to, it's to suit the well-being of the collective. And we define that collective through jurisdiction, which could be county, state, country, or world. Mm. 
So astrology, Anton, uh, because certainly you're a professional astrologer. Um, when we look at the planets, everything, I mean, <laughs> the moon has a certain cycle, the sun has a certain cycle, the planets have a certain... How can we learn from uh, of astrology and the way the universe has the pattern of the universe? Yes. So with astrology, what's really happening here is that we as living creatures, living beings, are not just a part of our community and family and social structure. We're mm -hmm. also a part of the universe. So the sun rises every time on time it's never late right mm -hmm. uh and we have the equinoxes that is like clockwork right and if those equinoxes don't work the way they're supposed to if it's off even by a fraction of a second we would pick up on that and we would know that something is changing in our cosmic environment which would affect the earth and all of mankind so so what we are saying here is that we are a part of a greater cosmos even though we may not look up at the sky at night because we don't do that anymore but the stars are still there the moon is still on our cycle and the earth is still on our cycle and then we have weather patterns passing through this is all a part of that great cosmic cycle our cosmic world universal world that mm -hmm. we share and live in and have our beings being uh, it is this cosmos this universe this solar system this planet that is the uh, carrier or the initiator or the producer mm -hmm. of our life our daily living physical movement mm. we are all uh, in that like a fish in water uh, we are uh, uh, an animal walking on the earth in air with our feet connected all the time to the ground or some solid environment um, whether it be sitting on a plane seat or on the on a chair on the 17th floor of a high-rise mm -hmm. we're always connected back to some physical environment we're not floating in the air we're not flying and we're certainly not swimming like fishes mm. and and uh, yeah so we all have a certain rhythm we have a rhythm and uh, the rhythm is 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 cosmic we we mm -hmm. connect into the cosmic rhythm we our hearts connect into the pulsation of the cosmos mm -hmm. uh, our blood flow uh mimics movements that occur in 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 outer space um and, and rivers and streams mm -hmm. it's we are really a reflection of everything that we see around us mm. so i guess that then uh, as you say we're a reflection of everything we see around us it's a matter of being conscious of that aware of the awareness of that yes not only we are, are we a, a reflection of everything that mm -hmm. we see around us uh, with our physical eye we are a composite we are we are the composition of everything that we see around us including distant stars you know uh, elements mm -hmm. that are in distant stars run through our uh, 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 our, our bodies mm -hmm. uh, you know so the, the periodic table exists within us so it is an inner and outer uh, relationship mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and so you have the inner and the outer relationship and you have the macro and the micro relationship. And we're all a part of that. So is it that, um, I'm cur you know, curious, uh, do our bodies pick up on the, 
you know, on the vibrations of the world? I mean, how much are we affected by that, Anton? Our bodies not only pick up on the vibrations mm -hmm. of the world, right. our bodies are a part of the vibrations of the world. Everything that vibrates in the world that we have perception of, mm -hmm. or we can somehow experience through the five senses, mm -hmm. or even physically, if we were to take it into our own physical body, uh, it is part of us. And, and, and so, we vibrate with everything. So if we get news of what happens in Beirut or what happens in Wuhan, China, or what happens on our block, we process that internally mm -hmm. and our emotions go off and we go through a process of processing that depending on what is required for it. And uh, even if we get good news, you know, we process that. We're elated. We are joyful, you know. And, and, and so this is how we interact with the world. And that is all part of nature. It's part of the natural law under which we live. Mm, that's fascinating, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so what wisdom with all of this, how we can learn, you know, maybe to, I don't like to use the word, conduct our lives daily, but you know, what, what can we learn from the cycles well, and the rhythm? From the cycles and the rhythm. The, you know, the, the, the best way to learn from the cycles mm -hmm. and the rhythms of the natural order right. is to go within and see what's happening within us. It's easier for us to go within and see how we feel about something. What mm -hmm. do we think about something? And if we were to shut our eyes and go within and, and think about that for a moment, mm -hmm. it gives us the ability to be aware of the operation of the mechanics of the cosmos within us. Mm -hmm. So give us an example, Anton. So uh, an example, uh, would simply be, you know, uh, if, if we heard news that our favorite right. team won, you know, okay. uh, we've been following this, uh, this football team for the longest time. Right. How can we not celebrate? How can we not go hurrah? You know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and so our response would be one of jubilation, one, one of celebration. We want to run out. We want to get a bottle of champagne. We want to meet with friends who can share that joy with us. For a person who is not connected to, uh, to football, that mm -hmm. would mean absolutely nothing to them. The, the information came and they probably didn't even hear the news because their emotions, their thoughts are oriented mm -hmm. perhaps to what's happening around them at that moment, but to something else at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So the point in time is very important in, in understanding how the law of nature works because it's not about the law of nature in the past or the law of nature in the future. It's the law of nature of what's happening. Mm -hmm. Wow. I see. Yeah. And that's where astrology comes in. You right. see, that's where astrology comes in because what astrology does, it's a mechanism. It's a, it's a blueprint. Mm -hmm. It's a way of seeing beyond our own perception of looking within what, how the outer planets, how the outer cosmos, particularly mm -hmm. within the solar system, and even in others' constellations where there are fixed stars and stuff like that, mm -hmm. how do they have a bearing on us? Uh, how do they influence what we like, dislike, 
what may happen, how we react to stimuli. Okay, okay. And I think, and correct me, uh, the, is it the whole array, array astrology, does that work with the moment? Of yes, that works with the moment. Hauri astrology works with the, this moment in time. And the basic concept is simply this. Mm-hmm. Within the whole cosmos, within the universe, mm-hmm. every moment of time, every second, and as small of a second as you can uh, disseminate, you know, right. uh, hangs the whole universe mm-hmm. and the expression of all there is, all there was, and all that there shall be, like a train going down a track. Mm-hmm. So in looking at an horary chart, which will mark a particular moment in time at the time when the question was asked, at the time when the question is mature and ready and asked, mm-hmm. that moment in time encapsulates the outcome the answers question and by looking at a natal chart or by looking at a horary chart in a specific example mm-hmm. can deduce or make certain uh, postulates or propose certain ideas based upon thousands and thousands of years of observation mm-hmm. of how this particular alignment in the planets are going to affect the outcome of the question that was asked. So not only do we have within Ori astrology mm-hmm. a, a, a capsule, a way of, 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 of seeing past, present, and future as expressed in this moment of time right now, mm-hmm. we, through the natal chart, we have the imprint of the person and what tools they're bringing into this life and how their life may unfold mm-hmm. and how their free or, or non-free will choices will affect the outcome of things. So, both, and it's not just in also of stating clearly Mm-hmm. what the characteristics of a situation is presently past or future mm-hmm. so give us an example of horror that's, well that's fascinating so how about give us an example of a question and how you would delve into the you know the uh, the setup of the universe for the outcome okay uh well why don't we um I, I, I can't think of a question right off the bat, although there are so many common questions that can be asked. Uh, one simple way to do it is just do it live. I could bring up the chart. I could bring up the program. And based upon this moment in time right now, which uh, East, East Coast is five, uh, 430, uh, 4, 435 right. uh, on August 30th, um, we can um, pull up a chart and then you can ask me a specific question. I can give you an interpretation of that question. And then you'll see live how horary works. I see. Yes. So in this case, I have a choice. I have to decide, you know, you're asking the question and you are in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. So, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to answer the question here. So uh, I have to decide whether I use New York or do I use Scottsdale? Because it would make a difference. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use New York in this case because it's really a question of 
when I un- understand uh, that question, mm-hmm. uh, even though we're, you're asking it uh, simultaneously, you know, at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So, um, so l- let's do it that way and see what the uh, outcome would be. And I would just say, well, let's stay away from any kind of political type of question because, uh, um, you know, w- 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 we could make it as simple as possible. Mm-hmm. So can we yeah. anticipate earthquakes in the near future? <laughs> okay, you went uh, right into, uh, I, I've never really used horary as a, as a technique okay. for um, predicting earthquakes, but it, it is not, if you want to ask that question now, yes, we can do that and uh, see if, um, if, and we actually test it and see if, if this prediction will come true. But I'm not, these are, I don't, I'm not, not that it can't be done. I just haven't used okay. horary as a, as a tool for predicting earthquakes. So mm-hmm. what would be the specific earthquake question you'd be asking? Because in horary, you require a specific question. I see. Well, Florida, will Florida have many earthquakes? No, not, no I'm sorry, California. Well, California. Does California, okay. is there any anticipation of an earthquake in California within the year? The question is very broad. Yeah. The, the, oh, okay. You have made it specific within the year. And, and when you say earthquakes, uh, I mean, lots of earthquakes occurring in uh, California. Uh, a major you make one. It specific? Yeah, a major okay. one. Okay. And what would, you, what, what, would you, what would you consider major? Above what will you would 7. know? 7.0, 6.0. 7. Let's All right. 7. 7. So, all right, seven. So the question then would become, will a major earthquake, 7.0 or, or greater, occur in California this, and now we're looking at California as a state, not just California, Southern California, you know, the Syria Madras or out in, um, you know, uh, some other California. So looking at that question um, and using a horary chart to answer the question, uh, we quickly see where uh, the node is on the ascendant, gives me a quick idea that this has happened in the past, which everybody knows is so. Uh, so let's look at the moon, it's in Gemini, and uh, uh, at 15 degrees and 46. And so we know that this question is being asked for the discussion. So earthquake would pretty much be planets here. We'll be looking at Saturn, and we're going to look at also Uranus. And right now we're looking at, and we're going to look at the time factor too. Um, uh, Turn conjunct Pluto, 26, 23 degree, and Jupiter there, uh, all retrograde in the first house. Uh, and then you have Uranus at uh, 10 degrees of um, Taurus, uh, sitting in the fourth house of home. Mm-hmm. See? So if I see Uranus, in the fourth house, in uh, in, in in Taurus, uh, and I know U.S. is a is a is a is a cancer country, uh, so I would say yes. There's a very strong likelihood uh, that that is going to happen. Uh, in so, my now, based upon what I'm seeing in the chart right now, I would say yes. Uh, 7.0 earthquake for California. Um, now, any, anything else relating to that you would like to know? Well, I don't know if you can ask this, how, how devastating would it be? 
Uh, it would be quite devastating. The sun is in Leo, mm -hmm. so and Mercury is there. So it would tell me that if the sun is in Leo and and and, and Mercury is almost conjunct, just about four degrees off, seventeen twenty-one, mm -hmm. vertex is there as well. Uh, so this would be not only major; it would actually shake people up. Mm -hmm. It would get people to like their ears standing on the ears. You know, they, they're here standing up, you know, like they're going, oh, my God, right. what is this? It, it's going to be it would be that kind of an earthquake. It would actually be a, an attention getter. It would shift consciousness because of the, so, the sun. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is now is this likely North notice in Gemini on the seventh house cusp. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Venus is in that house as well. So uh, I would say that uh, communication would be affected, particularly the communication between two parties. Like, you know, people who are in relationship, for example, one party right. may get cut off from the other. That, that's mm -hmm. what I meant. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, this is or, fascinating. Or, or employee or something right. like that okay now well, yeah mm -hmm. that's fascinating so um so relating to that anton without getting too specific because some of the listeners might not know sure you know, um are we saying are you saying that the universe is really the director of the ship the universe is the ship we're the director within the ship so we can okay. decide whether we go upstairs downstairs go swim in the pool go for dinner mm -hmm. or uh, get a nap so uh that's the way it works uh mm -hmm. the universe is the ship and we're a participant on it but while we're on the ship there are certain rules that we have to follow you know we eat at a certain time and mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. so we follow those rules as 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 the ship captain and if there's an emergency or, or or what have you you know we come up on a storm you know then 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 we would have to go through that and so we find also in astrology that while we're within the cosmos if humanity goes through certain things like we're going through the the um the covid crisis right now then you know we have to just go through it there is no escaping it you don't wake up one day and it's gone it has a beginning it has a peak and mm. then it fades away i see Okay. And, and this is with, you know, for people who are out there who would be concerned about that issue. The, the whole point is that uh, mm -hmm. it's not part of the natural order. It's not part of the natural because it's not part of the natural order because it's not coming from the natural order and there's mm -hmm. no evidence or proof to say that it is. Um, then what it is, it shall fade away because only that which is part of the natural order stays. Mm -hmm. Why? Because everything that's part of the natural order. Mm -hmm is based in eternity right. it is forever it never stops mm -hmm. and it has no beginning and no ending and that's what makes it natural that's what makes nature nature mm -hmm. nature is only nature because nature cannot be disintegrated it cannot be destroyed mm -hmm. uh, it can be muted it can be covered up Mm -hmm. uh, but it's going to rise back up again because its, it's, it's existence is eternal. Mm -hmm. And so because of the happening is not um, um, part of the natural order. Until you see a baby being born with a mask, it's mm -hmm. not part of the natural order. So when will this go away? 
how it will go away, how will people 10, 5, 20 years in the future look back at it and, mm -hmm. and, and comment on it? What kind of science is going to come out to, to, to shed light on things that we don't presently understand and what will that science say and how the psychology of people is going to shift you see part of the problem is that people think that the way they're thinking now is the way they're going to be thinking into the future and so people in political and other situation may project and, and and even in medicine may project certain postulate upon us and say oh this is what it is and this is what's going on mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but those statements have been verified in time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they have not been verified in the natural order. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They will be because they have been spoken. So because they've been spoken, a recording of them are made, and we know the mood and attitude of people, it is cemented. We can come back to um, March 12th when the right. great conjunction occurred, when the first death occurred in, in uh, Wuhan, China. The first death of COVID occurred in Wuhan on the date of the great conjunction. So we know that this thing already has a cosmic dimension because already it's aligning with outside cosmic forces, particularly in the solar system. And so it will determine also when this thing comes to light and when our view and uh, position on it shifts and change because it, it cannot stay forever. Um, just like none of the past events stayed forever. 9-11 didn't stay forever. World War II didn't stay forever, nor did the, uh, World War I. So when this thing passes, it's going to get judgment. Who's going to judge it? We are going to judge it. We in a collective level, we from the scientific field, we from the social sciences, the truth will come out. And when the truth will come out, People may not accept it openly because it might be a little bit embarrassing in some cases, but it is known. Truth once known cannot be denied mm -hmm. and not be denied once known. So then the shift, you're going to get this cosmic shift in the social consciousness of people to react or to view any kind of future pandemic right. in different light, in, in different manner, based yeah. upon the nature natural way in which they shall process this so what you're saying which is beautiful is that the law of nature is truth and it is the winner so to speak because it, it because be it's said, part of the universe it, it cannot be said and yes it could not be said any better mm -hmm. the law of nature is truth mm -hmm. and the law of nature in the end is mm -hmm. the winner mm -hmm. it's the winner Mm -hmm. So whatever you do now, whatever statements you make now, mm -hmm. think not that you're going to be judged by the political party or mm -hmm. a person who disagrees. Mm -hmm. Think that your statement is going to be coming under evaluation by the law of nature. And it shall either stand mm -hmm. or it shall fall. And if it falls, then whatever image or aura you have around you when you express that statement, mm -hmm. that aura and that image is going to be shattered as well if your statement is not in alignment with the law of nature. If it is in alignment of the law of nature and it is reflecting truth in its universal and cosmic sense, then even if you are smeared now, mm -hmm. when the truth is revealed, your image then brightens you become more uh seen more respected more mm -hmm. more accepted mm -hmm. and and those with the alternative view 
would more or less be shunned because it's not within the law of nature. The timing on this astrology can help us to determine because we look at the changes in the cycle to determine mm -hmm. that. So we can make certain statements. We can say, for example, when a certain conjunction is going to occur, I'm not going to go into the details of it, uh, in December of this year, we're going to see a certain shift. We can also say in January of next year and February of next year, we see a certain controversy developing. We had already predicted since last year, and I say we, I mean astrologers right. worldwide, that this year, 2020, would have been one of the, I call it epoch-changing years, because when you have certain great conjunctions, they are by all means epoch changing. Mm -hmm. And so we are seeing a change in the epoch, which right. means that it means that any civilization or any body, uh, when I say body, I mean body uh, or, or organization or country that is basically, we're going to have a rearrangement, a change in the global social order. But the beauty about this is that it's never never the way the planners think it mm -hmm. there's always an underlying belly to the beast mm -hmm. that changes things that brings it in alignment with the universal cosmic order hmm. well that was quite we it would be great maybe to do a show another show on uh, 2020 which you just had mentioned the epoch changes uh, yes epoch, yes you know well, well, thank you so very much, Anton Mazuka. He's the founder of CelestialAffairs.com. Uh, he is a Western astrologer. He's great. Um, he gives you all of his time, really all of his time, and his wisdom. And he also does, and you pronounce it, is it? Horary astrology and a horary as well as astrology. Western natal astrology. Yeah. Okay, great. That's great. And he is a frequent speaker in the Edgar Casey Foundation of New York City. Thank you so much, Anton. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carol. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you. It's been a delight. Thank you. And you've been listening to Anton Mazuka. And I've been your host, Carol Olivia, at the Matter of the Heart. Thanks, everybody.